What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome back to another episode of GoGTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Hope you guys are doing well this evening. Thanks for taking some time to hang out with us. If you're new, I'm your host, Robert Tran. Joining me, as always, is Chris Stuber over there. And even though you can't see him behind the scenes, James Gale running all the tech. How are you guys doing this evening? Very well, Rob. Uh, Thanksgiving coming up next week. So pretty big week ahead for everybody. And hope everyone's doing very well. What's your favorite food at Thanksgiving? Mm, well, uh, well, turkey. Um, and uh, I guess like stuffing and pineapple casserole is always good, too. I'd have to go sweet potatoes and green bean casserole. Nice. Yeah. With the cream of mushroom soup and the yep. crunchy onions on the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> James, Always you got a lot of good opi- treats. Yeah. J- James, you got an opinion on that? Yeah. Anything with corn? Corn? Big corn, corn guy. Cornbread, just corn kernels, baked corn, which is kind of like a hybrid of mm. cream corn and cornbread. It's kind of corn sure. pudding. Mm-hmm. All that the stuff. The creamy corn stuff, yeah. Yep. And I'm also a big fan of stuffing. My uh, Sure. My mom has my grandma's recipe that my wife has learned to cook to perfection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. But I'll also say this, the leftover <clears throat> turkey sandwiches are money too. I do. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, depending on where, you, when, when we eat, I can almost guaranteed to be counted on for a nine o'clock PM turkey sandwich sure. too. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, we've put together a great show for you tonight. Hope you guys enjoy it. Um, we've got, in addition to several things going on in Hobby Hop happenings, including two pretty big stories, um, we've got a special guest interview with some friends of mine from Ultra Pro. Uh, we've got four box breaks this evening, including a new release and a Panini Direct product, mm. um, only available to um, Roundtable customers. Uh, oh. So that. That those products bypass distribution traditionally, and so to be able to get a, our hands on one is pretty cool. Sure. Got a couple of great video segments, an absolutely loaded hot in the shop. Holy cow! And we're gonna kick it off, kind of a continuation of yeah. the conversation we had last week with our GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll question, Chris. Sure. Based off our conversation last week, we wanted to know what would you consider to be a low number parallel? And there are four choices. And if you haven't voted yet, go to uh, GoGTS Live's X account, formerly known as Twitter, and chime in on it. Currently, it's 118 votes, and the options were number two, 250, number two, 100, number 250, and also number 225 or less. And Rob, it's a close vote so far, um, as I mentioned, with 118 votes. Also an hour left, guys, so go ahead right now and vote. Chime in on this. Currently, number to 25 or less is leading the way at 35.6%, while number to 50 is only trailing at 33.9%, number to 100, 24.6%, and trailing number to 250 at 5.9%. Uh, but pretty close between 150 and 25 or less Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Um, I think we talked on the show last week. We were kind of all in, a, in agreement. Uh, 50 was a pretty quality number. Yeah. Uh, did, did either of you guys change your vote with a little bit more thought? or? Um, I voted for 100 just because I thought, well, I say 99 or less is low numbered. It's under that 100. So I went with 100 because it's pretty close right there, but 50 is probably the sweet area, I would imagine, for it to be a low number. Okay. We had some great feedback from Stacy Ann in the replies. Uh, she said, it seems to lessen every year. I remember in 1991 thinking a Reggie Jackson Upper Deck Auto number to 25 <laughs> was super rare. <laughs> Nowadays, I don't even check comp value unless it's 49 or less. Yeah, well... Most of those are only $10. Really needs to be below 10 to have significant financial uh, value. You remember classic back in the day, one of 66,000. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, uh, that's an, 
that's an entire print run these days for some of these cards. But um, I don't know. I mean, it is getting less and less. Um, obviously, one of ones are what everyone wants. That's no doubt. But I don't know. I mean, base is no longer a thing, I guess, anymore in the hobby, although I still appreciate base. But it's all about colors. It's all about numbered cards. I'd say anything under 99 is low numbered, but like I said, the sweet area is that 50. It's interesting. I, I had an interesting conversation about base yesterday. Um, I'll get into more uh, about that in a, a, f- a future show. Um, all right. Well, we will update the poll question after our box break segment later in the show. But if you haven't done so already, please weigh in. And more importantly, so we can jack up that sample size, go ahead and hit that retweet button if you would be so kind. All right. Um, As I mentioned, we do have several things to talk about in our hobby happening segment. So I'm going to shift gears here and we'll dive right into a look at this week's hoppy happenings which features several items from our good friends over at sports collectors daily.com hey chris crime news i love crime news rob (laughs) it's some of my favorite stories to watch on television detective stories but crime news is always good but not always good in the hobby but yeah, it affected one of our actual uh, GTS's vendor partners. Um, thieves stole thousands of dollars worth of 1986-87 FLIR basketball cards and stickers from the Phoenix area offices of SportsCards.com. Mm. You know, they make those Jersey Fusion cards and a yeah. bunch of other products. Uh, This happened last week. The cards were slated to become part of a 2024 release under the company's Jersey Fusion brand that includes swatches, as we all know, of game use memorabilia. Some of the cards are autographed on top of it. Oh, wow. Sportscards.com says hundreds of cards were stolen in a break and that took place in the early morning hours of November 9th. The cards were graded by Beckett and encased in holders along with swatches of memorabilia, like you can see in the picture here. The company did release surveillance images of the thieves, including the vehicle used in the theft. The company is currently offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to the identity of the thieves and or recovery of the cards. Wow. Yeah, I hope they find it. That's always a shame to see that stuff. Uh, recent changes at eBay spurred uh, ComC to issue a service update statement saying eBay recently introduced a new auto pay feature on some of their auctions that requires bidders to provide a pre-authorized payment source prior to placing their bid. We are reaching out to assure that ComC auctions and live auctions on eBay will not be impacted by this change. Bidders will continue to have the same convenience when purchasing auction items with their ComC account. Hybrid grading approach, otherwise known as HGA, has been sold. The Knoxville, Tennessee-based authentication and grading firm has been acquired by entrepreneurs Josh Smith and Trevor Jones. Both men are owners of the tech firm that developed HGA's software. The two have been working together on different projects for over 10 years, according to a news release. Known for their unique color match labels and horizontal card slab, HGA says it has graded nearly 500,000 sports and TCG cards since its founding in February of 2021. Leedlands is making a 57,000-lot archive of auction prices available on WorthPoint, a database for valuing antiques and collectibles. The partnership provides a 20, over 20 years of sales data spanning sports cards, autographs, game memorabilia, and pop culture collectibles. The longest-standing sports auction house, Leedlands holds sales across three formats and offers select items through its eBay storefront. 
with the addition of Leland's results, WorthPoint says it's on track to provide the industry's largest pricing source for sports memorabilia and related collectibles. Nice. Well, the hobby continues to grow and draw more people in. That's the take from the 2023 Fall Sports Card and Memorabilia Expo, which was held in Toronto over this past weekend. The 35-year-old semi-annual show saw record numbers straight across the board. Already the second largest show next to the national, this year's Fall Expo had a larger attendance more dealers, and more autograph sales than any expo in previous years. Hmm. Quote, we don't have any official total for attendance yet, but our record was 25,000, and we blew through that easily, said show owner Steve Menzi. Very nice. David Adams has issued a $150,000 bounty for the Anthony Volpe, one of one debut patch in the new 2023 Topps Chrome Update Series. Good luck, everybody. Um, also, did you know that there is uh, a Toy Hall of Fame? It's true, and it's located in Rochester, New York. This week, they announced this year's inductees, and along with Nerf, Nerf and Cabbage Patch Kids, baseball cards were officially enshrined. That's that seems, awesome. seems long overdue. Well, I guess you don't kind of coincide toy and baseball cards, but I guess you can buy baseball cards in the toy aisle in a lot of toy stores. So there you go. It goes hand in hand that way. So one of the big stories this week, Leaf Trading Cards announced its acquisition by Orange Mountain Capital who, interestingly enough, I could find very little information about, mm. uh, which describes itself as a dynamic player entering the sports and pop culture space. The deal marks a significant chapter in the long and storied history of Leaf, with Mount Orange Mountain Capital expressing enthusiasm for the brand's legacy and its commitment to further enhancing its prominence in the market. The acquisition was spearheaded by Douglas Maxwell, representing OMC, who expressed excitement about the strategic move into the sports and pop culture sector. Quote, we are thrilled to be venturing into the sports and pop culture space, a realm we've had our sights on for quite some time. Leaf's rich history in the trading card industry is a testament to its standing, and we're eager to contribute to the continued success and evolution of this iconic brand, remarked Maxwell. Quote, I'd like to personally thank Brian Gray for his time and effort in assisting this transaction. We couldn't be more excited to move forward with this new ownership group, stated Kevin O'Neill, the recently new Leaf CEO. In response to the acquisition, longtime owner Brian Gray, the outgoing owner at this point of Leaf Trading Cards, offered his thoughts on this transformative development, saying the purchase of Leaf by a group focused on expanding and refining the incredible company we have built is exciting for both the Leaf team and the hobby as a whole. While I am sad, uh, to end an era of Leaf ownership, it is exciting to see Leaf take the next steps in its growth process. Oh, very good for them. It really is. Sports Collectors Daily reports that officials with Panini America and WWE CEO Nick Khan have reached a settlement in their dispute over Panini's trading card license. What that, set, what that settlement means, however, isn't known just yet. U.S. District Court Judge Lorna Schofield ordered the case to be dismissed Wednesday following a filing by attorneys for the two sides the day prior, indicating that there was a settlement in principle. Oftentimes, these settlements agreements are under seal, so we may not learn the specifics of the settlement for some time, if at all. Panini's Dunaris Elite is scheduled to arrive next week and is the only WWE trading card product currently on the release calendar. Panini's WWE license has been scheduled to run through December of 2025. Sotheby's is now the official game-worn partner of the NBA and will host a variety of auctions during the 2023-24 NBA season, including a live auction during the All-Star game. 
and another for the NBA Finals as well. The huge piece for sale right now is Victor Wembanyama's game-worn jersey from his very first NBA game. Wow. With six days of bidding remaining, the jersey currently sits at $85,000. Wow. You can really own a alien relic, can't you? That's <laughs> fantastic. Uh, on Black Friday, collectors will have the opportunity to put the finishing touch complete on their Outlander Trading Cards Season 5 collection by getting all seven promo cards that promoted its release, including a special variant of promo card P1. Hit the Cryptozoic web store that day. Offer is good while supplies last. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Um, earlier in the day, I had an opportunity to do a pre-recorded interview with Lynn LaPaca, Senior Vice President at UltraPro, as well as Frank Whitaker, who is the business um, Director of Business Development for the Sports Division. And we're going to show you the first. Now, we're going to do the whole thing right now so check out this interview about uh, them talking about how the card preserver that we checked out last week yeah. came to fruition as well as a couple other things to look forward to in the early part of the first quarter of 2024 we'll be back to dive into our box break segment after you guys watch this all right. I'm very pleased to be joined by my friends, Lynn and Frank from Ultra Pro. It seems like a really long time since I've seen you guys in person. This will have to substitute for now, but it is really good to see you. How are you both? We're doing good. Good. Doing I'm hanging in there. Been busy traveling. Yes. Yeah, you're always traveling, both of you. Looking forward to Thanksgiving, I hope. We have a little bit of downtime next week. Oh, Absolutely. I need, okay. I, I need it. Me too. Me too. All right. So on last week's program, we showcased the uh, a, a new product that you guys have coming out in Q1 of next year, which I can't believe we're, we're saying that already. Uh, card preserver. And first and foremost, I want to find out if that's one word or two. Okay. So it's one word in... Um basically in the title. So the trademark is the name card preserver. So we kind of played on that, on the word, um, the P goes right into it. So okay. it's card I, I, was, I was, I was right then. Okay. Good. <laughs> and while I've got you, are we still capitalizing the letters in pro? Is it ultra yes, pro? Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. You know, as a marketer, those details are important to me. I don't want to steer you guys wrong because you always take care of me. <laughs> All right. So Card Preserver uh, got a great response last week. I know that they were handing out samples of these at the Toronto Expo. What did you guys hear from your marketing team uh, as far as the response from collectors getting them in hand directly at the show last week? So uh, we followed up directly with the two uh, gentlemen that were there, which was um, um, Tim and Ryan. And Ryan um, said that everybody was raving about them. He really got such good feedback because that was my first question. What do they think? What do they tell you? You know, what, what's, what's their feeling about this? And he said he was overwhelmed with the response of everybody really saying this, I mean, just the look and feel of it mm -hmm. makes it such a nice vehicle to just display your card. Absolutely. You can use it for a lot of different things. We were talking before we started recording something I didn't think of on the show last week. But when you sell a single card on eBay, it's penny sleeve, top loader, team bag. Well, you can skip all that and use one card preserver, which is super cool. So what was the impetus for the R&D saying that we need something like this? Or was it one of those happy accidents that we know sometimes happen? Tell us about that. Well, Frank, we're gonna we're gonna really tell this story, huh? Yes, we are. <laughs> okay, so during COVID, I think the world knows that we couldn't get enough top loaders, and we really, Frank and I, sat there and just said, "This is this is craziness. We need to start thinking. What if we can ever get another top loader? How can we actually improve on top loaders and take this control into our hands?" 
Um, and we sat there and we said, wait a minute, we already kind of do something like that with our comet preserver. And we, we actually <laughs> not touched the board. We encapsulated that board to give the rigidity for a comic. Mm -hmm. Frank, we can do the same thing for a card and make it 100% polypropylene, archival. This is not everything right now for uh, a semi-rigid or a top loader is PVC. So mm -hmm. that's why you're putting it into a poly sleeve to protect it. But this whole vehicle would be polypropylene. And Frank and I challenged our engineers domestically, and they literally came up with it, and they were so close with it. But um, for the volumes that we were going to need and for the amount, you know, with the cost, in, especially in California for production going up, we took it offshore. So it will be made in China now. I am not giving up on our USA made because um, I think that we can still bring this back home and make it here. But for right now, it's going to be made in China. Mm -hmm. um, and we're it's, it's what we wanted it to be. So it's and the, a whole line will hopefully be spun from this too, um, make it in a size to make it a, a team bag size, so you can do multiple cards. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we can't do at this moment is to make it thick, right? To hold thicker cards, so mm -hmm. it doesn't have a gusset on it. So it's just really the wider you go, the more you can fit in it. But it's made for a single card. It's really made for the transport. It's designed to give it the rigidity so that it keeps your cards safe. But it's a hundred percent archival safe. Nice. Now, Frank, what do you have to add to Lynn's little story there? Well, it's exactly this, uh, exactly the same. You know, the car, the comic preserver. I'll tell you what, that's the best product out there in the market for a comic. And so it, it, we did. Lynn and I, we've always thought about, and it's always been sort of the mantra at Ultra Pro. It's all about archival safe. It's all about long-term storage. Um, Hey, Ultra Pro has saved billions of dollars uh, on uh, memorabilia over the last 20 years Absolutely. Uh, just because we introduced polypropylene products. And so um, it's always been a mission of ours to uh, design something that was archival safe. Um, and as Lynn said, hey, it's very important for us to keep this factory running. You know, I mean, 30 yards from me right now, they're running pages. And it's it's very important for us to continue our USA made uh, products. Um, and, you know, Lynn was saying that we're gonna probably do different products that are similar to this. Um, I don't know if you know, but we also do own a company called Airtight, which is a coin company. And I've been thinking about a version of this for coins. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be, you know, incredible. And it would be sort of, uh, like this product in the card industry, groundbreaking for the, the currency. Uh, I was going to say even paper currency, even yeah. almost super ideal. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, um, every time my, my daughter's a warrior princess archer, and <laughs> at the end of the lesson, what they do is they put a dollar, you know, 40 yards down and stick it in the middle of the bullseye. And if you hit the center, you get the dollar. So I actually need a card preserver for bills to put this in for her. Well, you know, you know, I like to give stuff away. So <laughs> I will accommodate you. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about timing. Everyone's kind of internally here at GTS, the feedback we got on the show. What's the timing of this release? Are we able to narrow it down besides Q1 at this point or not really? No, I think we, we can. Um, so for, we started off with our sample packs and that those are all on their way in. We've sent them out to different locations. Um, you know, throughout the world to start getting them in people's hands. The first show, of course, was um, the Toronto Expo. Um, and then it's going to, I'm going to have them um, uh, with Frank and everybody. We're going to give them away at the Upper Deck event in January as well. And then continue from there. So then uh, we're really looking for them to hit, to ship before Chinese New Year, you know. So um, that's that whole thing. If we do get them on the ocean, before they'll arrive at the end of February. If we don't get them on the ocean, then they're going to come the end of March. 
Let me ask you something. Um, Go GTS Live is known for their annual Christmas spectacular. Uh, we do a 12 days of Christmas calendar reveal with prize packages. Would it be possible to get a handful of samples for the Christmas show so that we can add that to our prize packs for viewers? They I'm love it. Absolutely. Frank, can absolutely. you confirm that? I will. Absolutely. You will have them in your hands. Awesome. I really appreciate it. Um, is there anything else we should know about Card Preserver or any else, anything else coming down the line, sports and entertainment related for Ultra Pro? I know you. Uh, oh, well, you know, we, hey, we have a new graded case that's coming out soon. Um, it's heavy duty. Uh, it's as heavy duty as there is out in the market right now. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we do have some, we have had some new products in the market, our easy uh, grab, uh, easy pull oh, yeah. sleeves. Our yeah, we easy, should. I like easy, those. Our easy grip sleeves. Easy yeah. grip. Yeah. I'll do so many names. Yeah, we had an opportunity to look on at those on the show as as well. Yeah, those, I like those. Those are really good. They protect your cuticles from, you know, having to pull your Oh, I hate that. The number of times that I have done that with a top loader, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, we have our top Frank, loader portfolio that's going to be coming out. There go you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's what I was going to ask you to talk about was the, was the top loader portfolio. It is phenomenal. We've gotten such good feedback on it. People, It's a four pocket design, so it's not overly uh, big and heavy. It fits right mm -hmm. into your backpack but it accommodates 80 top loaders inside of its pockets. And that will be early, like it's going to be January. So nice. um, our orders are already in on that. And it's, it's got such a, a nice feel to the cover. It's zippered, so it's protected. Um, mm. It's kind of like the card preserver, you know, what they, they like to call it, uh, um, the team at, at Ultra Pro came up with a, 720 degrees of protection here. And I'm like, <laughs> my head I don't understand. I know, it, makes my, it, make, it hurts my head to even yes. say. So they said, well, it's 360 around to protect it, but since it's got the resealable flap, it's mm -hmm. now 720. I went, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I saw that on the package, and I wasn't quite exactly sure what that meant, but you put a little illustration next to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, great. I, think I didn't know if it was age. Is everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if it was age. I know it made my head hurt when I read that, so. Nice, nice. It's, it's, there's so many wonderful things about it, but I think the mm. most important thing really is just that it is archival. It is rigid, mm -hmm. and, you know, it really frames – uh, the card nicely. So mm -hmm. whether you're using it for a submittal to get your cards graded or whether you just want to put it in a nice display or if you're a breaker and you're breaking it and you want to put a, that nice pull card inside of something right away, this we hopefully believe is the vehicle that people will choose to use. So the card nice. is definitely nice. Nice. Okay. So all of you out there who were had reacted to the product when we showed it last week or want to learn more or are already waiting for your store to get it, be sure you tell your LCS owner, hey, I'm ready to buy card preservers when you get them in stock. And uh, we'll make sure that our customers do that so they're available for you guys. Lynn, Frank, always a pleasure. Great to see you. And if I don't talk to you, have a very blessed and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much, Rob. Thank Thanks you so and the Rob. family. Yep. All righty. Be safe. Okay. Up next, we're going to update that poll question. And let me pull that up and hit a little refresh on there. So thank you, everybody. 153 votes, uh, 44 minutes left. X and formerly Twitter is always really weird yeah. with, with the timing of things. Um, it, when it says like an hour left, I knew I set this to end at 10 o'clock or so. So when you said an hour, I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's right. It's going to be interesting to see how much time's left when we update it. So 153 votes. What do you consider a low numbered parallel? Well, running away with it almost at this point well 38.6 to 34 i guess isn't running away with it no. bigger spread than earlier number yep. to 25 or less and so i mean i guess step 
step, 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 you know, I guess yeah, it's kind I, of to be expected. It's kind of in line with, I think, how we probably thought it was going to go. Um, but it is interesting to see that 25 and 50 are that close. Um, I guess. Now, here's the way I look at it. There are some card sets out there that have out of 50 as golds. So if you have a gold, to me, that's low numbered and valuable. And if you're going to put it out there as a 50, that should be considered a a very good low number parallel. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, First quick hitting video segment this evening from The Card Life. Chuck Oliver, retired coach and history teacher in North Bend, Wisconsin, emailed the card life saying that they might be interested in seeing his collection when they were filming in Milwaukee recently. The visit didn't disappoint. Watch this and we'll take a look at all of this week's other new releases. North of Milwaukee, Chuck Oliver is a high school history teacher who just retired after coaching 35 years of basketball and baseball. Oliver's passion is baseball history. He even teaches an annual course at his high school about the history of America's pastime. At his West Bend home, Oliver has the card and memorabilia collection that showcases that passion. I've been a collector for 40 some years. I love collecting sports memorabilia, especially baseball cards. We got started way back probably when I was eight years old. My grandfather gave me his 1952 card collection. Now, these are the 52s from my grandfather. Obviously, there's no mantles. <laughs> I wish. I just love them. The, the picture, they're uh, an artist, they're beautiful. So my grandfather was a farmer in St. Labore, Nebraska. I'll never forget, I was sitting at the table and he came in and he gave me a stack of cards. And At that time, I didn't really know what they were. I was like 12. Just the history of the baseball, it was just peace and serenity to look on the back of the card and look at the stats and trade with your friends. Then I became a history teacher and um, I teach history of baseball. It's like being a detective and going back in time and learning about these people and some of the things that they did and it's just a passion I have and it's awesome. This is my favorite of my collection. Um, It's a Satchel Page um, autographed ticket stub from the Harlem Globetrotters. Which A lot of people say why the Harlem Globetrotters, but after his career was over in baseball, Um, He played for the Harlem Globetrotters. My dad must have asked Satchel when he came into the league and when he left. That's that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, And then Satchel wrote on there, these are the years that I went in and uh, these are the years I went out and then he signed it. It's very peaceful for me just to go through cards, go through cards. Then I had the idea of why don't I collect the tops cards from their rookie year till the year they retire. And so I'd pick a player and then I would go through all my cards, try to find their first year tops or second year tops all the way to uh, the year that they, they retired. And then I put them in a, in a frame and then put a picture with them and that, that way I have that entire collection of that player. I just love the tops designs. And so I started uh, in 1951, the first year they came out and then went 52 all the way through to 2020. People who don't know about baseball, I love them coming and seeing that this is what it looked like throughout the years. And that's, I mean, it's a long time, 52 to 2020. And just seeing the different designs, I just absolutely love it. I don't like seeing any spots empty. So I have to fill every spot. And so I love finding different things, things that are unique. All right. In addition to Upper Deck Allure AEW, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten other new releases this week. Kick it off with 2023 Panini National Treasures NBA basketball cards to close out that collecting year. Four autos, four memorabilia cards, plus one printing plate and one base or base parallel in every box. Always one of the most anticipated products of the year, and this was a long-awaited release. Red hot uh, with breakers right now. Uh, So in addition to the always favorite rookie patch autographs of players like Paolo, Jabari Smith Jr., Jay Nivey, Benedict Matherin, and many more, also look for superstar and legend on-card autos from today's superstars like Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, as well as Hall of Famers like The Answer, Allen Iverson, National Treasures 
regularly, as you know, offers up some of the absolute best memorabilia in its super prime form with laundry tags, team logos, and the one-on-one logo, man. Hmm. Chase after the brand new court pass and treasured moments for autographs of top superstars in the NBA. Search for autographs of top rookies, including all of your favorites from this past year in Retro 2010 Rookie Patch Autographs. The checklist is up on GoGTS.net. All right. 2023 Dunruss Optic UFC Trading Cards delivers one autograph card and 20 inserts or parallels in every box. Dunruss Optic UFC returns with an abundance of color and stunning content. You get 12 boxes, 20 packs, and four cards in every case, look for or say chase down autographs from the best and brightest stars of UFC. Look for first-time Panini UFC signers, including some of UFC icons. Collect cards and autographs from the top referees. Referees deserve some love, too, sometimes, I guess. An authority of the octagon, pretty cool. Pull an abundance of spectacular inserts, including the ultra-rare and always popular downtown. Who doesn't love to get a downtown out of a box? Look for an abundance of hobby-exclusive parallels, including pink Velocity, which is numbered out of 79, black Velocity, which is numbered out of 39, and gold vinyl, which is the one of one. Sounds really good to me. Find an expanded roster of Raider rookies from across UFC ranks, including Bo Nickel, Jack Della Maddalena, and Alex Pereira. The checklist is on GoGTS.net. Check it out this week. Dunrus Optic UFC. Well, I bet you guys didn't know that the hobby needed Mr. Olympia trading cards, but you got them. You got it, baby. New from Cardiverse. One autograph card and 12 higher rarity cards in every box. This is a GTS exclusive. 10 box case, 12 packs, 4 to 5 cards. Uh, so your autographs are max numbered to 39, also numbered to 15.5 and 101s. Look for the biggest names in bodybuilding, including Nick Walker, Derek Lunsford, Andrea Shaw, Hel- Heli Trevino, Jessica Reyes Padilla, Missy Truscott, Aaron Banks, Ryan Terry, Brooke Walker, Chris Bumstead, all with autographs. Cards are printed on premium 35-point stock for base debut and gold or global power inserts and on 72-point premium stock for scorecard, Olympia moments, the Sandow, and authentic autographs. Autograph checklist is up on gogts.net. I like the 72-point stock. That's nice. Really cool. Uh, 2023 Onyx Vintage Extended Series Baseball Cards delivers two autograph cards signed on card in every box. Absolutely loaded with 2023 top draft picks, prospects, and future top draft picks in 2024 and 25. Look for 2023 number one draft pick, Paul Scenes, soon to be the number one prospect, Junior Cannonero. Uh Ethan Salas, Evan Carter, Colt Keith, and many more. 2023 first-round draft picks, uh, 2024 top five projected picks, and 2025 number one pick, uh, Ethan Petrie, who we met at the National. Really nice kid. He's actually from the town I live in. Really cool. Hmm. Every autograph is signed on card with limited random autograph variations. Also look for the limited inscribed autograph cards with draft position, team mottos, and player nicknames. Um, as I mentioned, Paul Scenes is in here, number one pick overall in 2023. Uh, look for some other surprises. I mean, maybe some Easter eggs and Onyx this year. Incredible inscriptions on many cards. As I mentioned, all cards are signed on card. Limited production. And look for parallel autograph sets. You get blue signatures, green signatures, red signatures, and black signatures. Uh, green is numbered to 50 or less. Red is numbered to 25 or less. And black is limited to five. Really cool. Um, the checklist is on gogts.net. Check it out this week. Onyx, Onyx Vintage Extended Baseball. And next up, we just took a look at Origins Football. And if you can't afford a hobby box but like the way it looks, uh, we've got a cost-effective option for you. The Panini Origins NFL Football Cards International Blaster. 
So you're going to get 14 base cards, 14 rookie cards, plus 12 parallels and five inserts in every box. The vibrant art-inspired juggernaut that we know as Origins Football returns in this kind of collector-friendly price point with some of the first NFL rookie cards and colorful inserts of the game's top stars and legends. It's a 20-box case, six-pack, six cards. Uh, Look for the ultra-rare Big Bang and Pedigree inserts that are exclusive to International Blasters. There's two in every case. Mm. Plus, find the International Blaster exclusive inclusions such as Rookie Variations, Hollow Parallels, Original Gridiron, and Startup Inserts. This will be in stores this week as well. 2023 Leaf Autographed Football Jersey Edition delivers one autographed custom football jersey in every box. This release features an incredible mix of Hall of Famers, superstars, young stars, and the hottest rookies. Uh, Young stars and rookies include Trevor Lawrence, Kenny Pickett, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields. Hall of Famers, Emma Smith, Joe Montana, and Dan Marino. Superstars, it's loaded. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Josh Allen, Bo Jackson, Joe uh, Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Troy Palomalu, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Justin Jefferson, and Travis Kelsey. Not Taylor Swift, but Travis Kelsey. Uh, Check it out this week. Leaf autographed football jerseys. Really cool. And if jerseys aren't your thing, but full-size replica football helmets are, TriStar's got a product just for you. Look for Hall of Famers, NFL draft picks, college stars, current players, football favorites, and more. It's a three-box case. You're guaranteed one Hall of Famer, one current player, and a football favorite in every case. All autographs are authenticated by TriStar, PSA, Fanatics, JSA, or BAS. Look for NFL draft picks and college stars like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Caleb Williams, some of the Hall of Famers and uh, football favorites, Jerry Rice, Deion Sanders, Earl Campbell, Steve Young, Dan Marino, Tom Brady, Ricky Williams, Bo Jackson, and more. As far as the current players, Oh, some of the best of the best. How about Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, DK Metcalf, just to name a few. Plus, look for randomly inserted unique helmets, including inscribed, specialty, collegiate, and more. 2023 Rittenhouse Archives NCIS Autograph Card Expansion Packs delivers nine autograph cards in every pack. Limited edition, 300 packs. Every pack is guaranteed to have Pauly Perrette and uh, Rocky Carroll autograph cards. Uh, signers include Pauly Perrette, Lauren Holly, uh, Brian Detson, Rocky Carroll, Michael Nori, uh, Rena Sofer, Stephanie Mello, Diane Neal, Pancho Demings, Jessica Steele, I'm sorry, Jessica Steen, Sarah Jane Morris, and... Uh, Looks really cool. If you're a fan of NCIS, this is a really cool product from Rittenhouse Archives. Fine autos, guaranteed. Yeah, awesome. Uh, We took a look at one version of Figpin Cybercell cards uh, a few weeks ago. They got another one coming out in the form of Chainsaw Man anime trading cards. If you remember, you get one super rare foil and an XL Cybercell numbered card in every box. Collect the following Cybercell cards. So there's 12 commons, nine rares, four super rares, one hyper rare per case, and one ultra rare holographic foil or glitter. Plus, of course, the XL oversized card. Limited production on this in stores this week. And last, we have 2023-24 Tops NHL Sticker Collection, which is a retail item. Strap on your skates for another exciting release with the 2023-24 Tops NHL Sticker Collection, showcasing some of the top players and moments in hockey. This year's release features a new base-to-set design, as well as all-new iced-out foil stickers and 1984-85 Tops NHL Rookies Insert Stickers, Plus, so many more. Uh, collect 685 stickers, including the four album exclusive photo variants and one special foil sticker in every pack. 
There's uh, three different configurations, which is the retail, the combo gravity feed, and also album and sticker, sticker configuration. Uh, look out for insert stickers from the following sets, 84-85 Tops Rookies, 2023 NHL Captains, The Great Outdoors, NHL All-Star Weekend, 1991-92 Tops NHL All-Stars, Hockey Hair, Speed Demons, Top Shelf Talent. I like that hockey hair. Really cool. Lots of mullets, I would be thinking. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, player and mascots. You get find three of the top player mascots from each team. That's cool. Um, as I mentioned, you get a you can get a themed 83-page album is also available, and it comes with 10 free stickers, including four album-exclusive photo variants, which is really cool. Um, this is a really cool thing to get. Check it out this week. 2023-24 Tops NHL Sticker Collection. Always a cool product. And that's a look at what's hot in the shop. Something for everybody. Yeah. All right. We got 10 winners for this evening. We're going to put Chris to work pulling those winners. But in the meantime, uh, this summer, our man on the ground at the National, Kelsey Schroyer, had the opportunity to talk with legendary sports card artist Dick Perez, the one and only. Check this out, and we'll be back to announce tonight's winners. Here at the 2023 National Sports Collectors Convention with legendary sports card artist Dick Perez. Thank you so much for joining us today. How did you get started in this career? <laughs> it was uh, serendipity. I mean, it was knowing somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. For example, I, I started off uh, being a, a graphic designer and uh, one of my accounts was Villanova University and I did work for the sports information director there. And he moved on to the Eagles and eventually became general manager. And of course, he and I were friends, so I started doing work for the Eagles and NFL. The Phillies, who were next door in the in the Fed Stadium, they saw my work. They had just given up their agency and they wanted to hire, uh, outsource a lot of the stuff, so they contacted me. So that was my baseball induction. And, and then from there, I met, I just kept meeting people through the industry, eventually meeting Frank Steele, who knew the president of the Baseball Hall of Fame. So we started having uh, a relationship with them, and, you know, the rest is kind of uh, history. All these years later, again, your work is legendary in the industry. Did you ever imagine it would get the following that it has? No, I knew that that getting I, when I when we started doing work together, we did Hall of Fame work, and that has a special audience. But it wasn't; it was national, but not capital N national. When Don Russ entered the the picture, it became an opportunity to offer something new to a new company to to. Uh, to make them to separate them from the rest of the people who, who are now selling uh, able to just to package baseball cards. So and and that, my idea and Frank's idea was to do uh, bring art back to to the uh, to the uh, card industry, which wasn't there since 1953 or so. Which tops with the last art cards made. So that's pretty much you know the story. I just we, we just. Hit it, and, and and then and then when it became that kind of national, then I figured that there's a better, you know, pretty good exposure. But I didn't realize it was gonna that that people who are now in their 40s and 50s are contacting me with their children that they they, they share the collective baseball cards, and and they he the father parent introducing the child to me. And it, you know, be of the cards. So, no, no, you can't imagine any of that. It was, uh, it was serendipity. I, I imagine this is akin to picking a favorite child. But out of everything you've done over the years, do you have a favorite piece that you've worked on? I, yeah, I don't own most of my art anymore, or hardly any of it. I, I managed to be lucky enough to sell it. But there's one one painting that my wife doesn't want me to get rid of, and it's a painting of uh, Josh Gibson. So I would think that that is probably my favorite painting because I invented it, so to speak. I, there was no such pose or anything. I, I made that all, all up. And um, 
beyond that, uh, there are a lot of equals, there are a lot of second places, but I think Scott Gibson might Well, speaking of amazing work, we have one right here. What can you tell me about this? Yeah, this is, a, uh, this is the year that marks the induction of Roberto Clemente into the Hall of Fame. So it's being celebrated, and um, I know the sons, and I knew Vera, the wife, and uh, I've always been sympathetic to the to the cause that Roberto had done. I never met Roberto, but I kind of met him through his family because they're all nice people, and um, I. I offered to, to do a painting of him from which the proceeds would go to the Roberto Clemente Foundation. So, hoping he gets a lot. <laughs> Looking at the detail and the artistry of this, how long does it typically take you to complete a, a work like this? Well, fortunately, not a long time. Uh, because I, I don't... I like... There are a lot of people who want to own art, and I try to make it as reasonable as I can. And one thing that allows me to do that is to work quickly. And I've done thousands of paintings, so I've gotten pretty adept at, at from start to finish, from predicting how it's going to end, and uh, therefore I have a catalog of paintings that have, have made me a better and faster painter. All right, I'll get you out of here on this question. Is there a subject you've never done yet that you want to do eventually? Oh yeah, I wanted to um, get out of baseball for a while because these are heroes, but there are other heroes in life. Heroes like Frederick Douglass or Martin Luther King or uh, Franklin Roosevelt and celebrities like Eddie Lamar, who I fell in love with when I first saw her. And people like, you know, just, just other heroes, other people that, that contributed to society in a way that uh, you only know through reading. And uh, I was going to do paintings of them and maybe have some sort of uh, exhibit somewhere. Nicely done, Kelsey Schroyer, yeah. Dick Perez, uh, one of the best. And we'll be back uh, the week after that. And so I guess that's when I say have a good weekend. And <laughs> till then, you know what to be doing. Always be collecting. Good night, everyone. And again, happy Thanksgiving.